0: Well, hello, this is Josh Nelson. I want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of Plumbing Marketing Profits, where we're interviewing the uh, living Plumbing and HVAC contractors from across the United States and picking their brain on the ideas, strategies, and techniques that have helped them grow their companies. Today, we're fortunate to be joined by Tim Shoback of Crystal Blue Plumbing, and uh, I want to welcome Tim. How are you?
1: Excellent. How are you doing, Josh?
0: Good. Tim works out of the Sacramento area and uh, runs a very successful plumbing and HVAC business. Uh, He was actually recently awarded by the local Chamber of Commerce and Rockland Area Chamber of Commerce as the uh, business excellence for his website and social media presence, and he's done some really unique things with his truck and won cool truck of the month from Plumbing and Mechanical, so congratulations on those those kudos. Thank you. So, I mean, if you don't mind, Tim, tell us a little bit about your business, how long you've been in business, approximate revenues, numbers of trucks, numbers of employees, your service area, um, and that'll give us a good framework as to where you're at. And I know you said that you don't feel like you've really fully arrived, but you want to share some uh, some feedback on where you're going and how you're getting there.
1: Okay. Yeah, our company uh, started in the uh, Bay Area on the coast of uh, um, California. Uh, my dad started the company in 1976 uh at that point we were mainly new construction plumbing and uh as the economy started to die so did the new construction and uh my dad decided to uh was gonna retire uh and I convinced him that uh Sacramento would be a great area to start a service company and that people would always need service and that's how we got to Sacramento. Um so we basically had to rebuild uh a company from scratch uh both, uh, reputation, um, vendors, um, just the whole company, um, strategy from new construction to service. Um, we've been running service now in Sacramento for approximately, uh, we're going on our second year this spring. Um, we're up to, uh, two, two full-time trucks, two part-time trucks, and, um, Let's see. We're uh, revenue right now. We are we're under five hundred thousand for the year, and uh, that's about really all I can tell you about where we're at as the company at this point.
0: Okay, excellent. And so you transitioned to doing the service business in Sacramento around two thousand and ten. Correct. Okay, excellent. And so it sounded you gave us a little bit of a of a background. It sounded like your your dad started the business back in nineteen seventy six. At what point in your life did you start working with him, and you know what, what made you decide you wanted to go down the down this path? Oh, I
1: started plumbing when I was a kid. I was, you know, I was on the job when I was in diapers. I, I think I was actually threading pipe when I was, you know, ten years old, and running copper. Time when I was twelve. Uh, so I've been, oh, in plumbing, wow. I've been in the plumbing business, you know, since a kid, and uh, I have a. Uh, project management degree, I left plumbing for a bit and uh found my way back to plumbing somehow.
0: Excellent. And so it sounds like you've got the you've got the technical aptitude and you've spent a lot of time really honing the, the business aptitude too as far as marketing, project fulfillment, getting all that stuff correct and lined up so you can be successful.
1: Yeah, anything keeps you out of the trenches, right?
0: <laughs> no doubt. So I, I really feel like any marketing strategy for any company has to have three core fundamentals. It has to have message, market, and media. And, you know, just a, you know, real quick recap. So message is, you know, what you say, how you say it, how you position yourself as unique to your customers. Market is who your target market is. And that's not just geographic. It's really, you know, the, the, the demographics of the type of people that you really want to have as your customer. And then media, of course, is how you get that message out. So the different marketing strategies you're implementing from websites to social media to yellow pages to direct mail and everything in between. And so we'll dive into the three core elements that you're implementing within your business. So let's start with the, with the target market. Have you guys identified who you're, you know, who you're really going after and who you're wanting to target there in the Sacramento area?
1: Yeah, I think our target audience is very similar to most uh you know plumbing and HVAC companies that uh really pay attention to that. That's gonna be, you know, the uh dual income thirty five and older, you know, married um within a twenty five mile radius of you know of our shop.
0: Okay. Radius. Dual income thirty five married homeowner probably. Yes, exactly. exactly. Perfect. Okay. So you've got that you've got that pretty well isolated. I know you guys have done a lot of really neat things as far as positioning yourself and crafting your unique selling proposition. Just tell us a little bit about what your you know, how you're positioning yourself and what, what some of your unique selling propositions are. Well,
1: you know, with with today's um lifestyle I, I think one thing has really slipped in, in every industry and that's customer service. Um uh, and, sure. and that's our unique you know, marketing messages, our customer service. Uh, Our slogan is customer service the way it used to be. Customer service you deserve because we really care. And that's the truth. If you can teach your technicians um, to show that you care and to really go above and beyond, um, you're going to separate yourself in any industry.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that you've done some cool things with, with the truck and, you know, I, you know, kind of uniquely with the with your dog, I guess your mascot. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: You know, Alley uh has has become pretty funny. Uh it's uh it's spawned uh as Plumbing Mechanical uh magazine quoted uh an Alley Revolution. Um <laughs> you know we we kinda of fawned it at first to be honest with you. Me and my uh dad we were just like now, you know, we need to go with our logo with our crystal blue and and really push that. But um, one thing that happened is, as Allie comes to the shop every day, and she goes to a lot of the events with us, uh home shows, stuff like that, and she's out there, and people really just latched on to her and just kept asking for more. So it just kind of, you know, slowly grew from, you know, having her own little Allie Bites in a newsletter to, you know, having a picture in an ad. And, you know, the ads just went from
0: small ads
1: to big ads to being on the back of a truck to being in the calendar, <laughs> I think she's actually even on the Oakland Raider website.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And so Allie is the Allie is the the family bulldog that's kind of the mascot for the business, right?
1: Yes, she is a 9-year-old English bulldog.
0: Nice. And and so since she she became so popular, you started incorporating her into your truck imaging and kind of she's she's core to your marketing message at this point. People recognize that.
1: Yeah, again, you know, just we kind of thought it in the beginning, and then now we're just kind of running with it and uh, really seeing, you know, what we can do with it at this point. You know, there's really no door, you know, closed at this point of how we can utilize her.
0: Nice. And, and you know, that's that's important, I think, you know, that a lot of people really want to focus so much on being corporate and professional and, and brand imaging, but, you know, your personality needs to come through in all of your marketing. So that personality is you, it's your dad, and, and now it's Allie as well. And consumers resonate with that a lot more than just a, a cool, pretty-looking, you know, graphical logo.
1: Yeah, I think it was a real valuable lesson for myself and and uh, my dad, Milo, in how it doesn't really matter what you think. It's what your customers think.
0: Right. Yeah. And and it's, caught, it's got you some media attention, too, with the plumbing and mechanical, you know, latching onto it, some really neat things you're doing on social media. So that's uh, that's exciting to see you guys do something a little outside the box, and it's starting to pay dividends for you. Excellent. So now let's talk about what everyone likes to talk about, which is uh, media and the, the various things that you're doing in order to actually get the message out about you know, crystal blue, why they should choose you for their plumbing and heating and air conditioning needs. Um, And let's just talk a little bit about the the, the mix of advertising that you're using, Um, you know, things from, you know, direct mail, yellow pages, radio. What types of things are you guys doing to market the business?
1: Um, I think in a perfect world, you know, everybody, you know, wants to to blanket everything and, you know, do it full force. Um, In the crystal blue reality, um, our world is, um, right now, is with our marketing budget sitting at about you know, 10% to 12%, um, we we try to get a little bit of all the smaller things. You know, we don't have a budget built on TV yet. We don't have a budget built on radio. So we're trying to be creative and do as many little things as we can, um, keeping in mind that we are a growing business in a extremely difficult economy. Um, mm-hmm. So being nuts and bolts at this point and keeping overhead. Or you know, excessive marketing costs. You know, at the at the bare, bare bones is super important right now. Um, we can't yeah. just thrust all our money into one thing and hope it works. Right. We don't have luxury.
0: Sure. So what kinds of what kinds of things are you doing? With that said, you know, you've got a, a less of a budget, but you're trying to spend it as wisely as possible. What kinds of things are you doing on the shoestring budget?
1: uh i'd say right now the biggest thing we do is, is paying attention to our website um our okay. social media seo um we uh I, while I don't think yellow pages are the answer there's still a certain requirement of presence there so we do have mm-hmm. a minimal base uh presence there i um, i say we we take part in regularly in the home shows and local okay. um events in the area uh, we were, we're looking at um, some small direct mail pieces, um, again, focused on a direct our target audience, um, not just sure. randomly throwing it out there. Um, Ryan, and it, and I, I think extremely important, and it's been um, one of the biggest successes for our company just starting out in this area, not having that referral base or that reputation here was the networking was getting out, being okay. a part of the local chambers, uh being a part of uh some networking groups, um and just being busy in the community. Um any chance sure. that you have that you can build your brand name and your reputation out there, it it, it has to happen. I think we got lazy more in the nineties and two thousand because business was just too easy. And and I think uh it's gotten back to that where you need to do that. You need to focus on the networking side of things.
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned the chamber, are you involved in any of the other specific networking organizations like BNI or anything like that?
1: I'm I'm with a a local group, South Plaster Business okay. Network, um a right. professional group of uh uh local business members. Um we're a group of about 25 individuals. Uh it's okay. been a great source of income. Uh it's led to several major contracts for us and nice. uh very similar to BNI or Um, some of the other, you know, groups like
0: that. Excellent. So so that for you has turned out to be a profitable use of your time, getting out to the chamber meetings, getting into some of these networking groups, um, not necessarily to sell to the members, but because you get access to their Rolodex, and so you're starting to get referrals that are the right kind of business that you're really wanting to get.
1: Yeah. In the plumbing and HVAC, it's not, oh, I think I'll get some plumbing and and heating done today. It's, you know, oh, crap, I need some plumbing done today. (laughs) And so right. have to be at the foremost of their mind when these things do happen, and you know, you talk about getting to know ourselves, you know, our, our personal side of things, and that's a huge part of it. They get to know me, they get to know Allie, they get to know my dad. We're out there in the community involved, and when they do have those problems, they remember us and they use us.
0: Sure. Excellent. You, you mentioned the internet. You mentioned SEO and social media. Do you buy, uh, do you buy leads on any of the lead buying services like Service Magic or your local plumber or any of those types of sites? Uh, I
1: started there and I, I tried a few different, um, you know, I don't want to name drop, but um, uh, it, it doesn't work for me. You know, <laughs> short okay. story, that's not my area.
0: <laughs> sure. I, I'd imagine, and this is what we hear a lot, is that some of the leads you get from there are, are price shoppers. Or since it's going out to four or five other guys, it's really hard to profitably convert those leads. Um, is that one yeah, of the that, experience
1: that? I say that's the top three for me. Is number one, it goes out to too many people. The time you get there, you know, it's the lead's already gone. Uh, secondary is that you're getting a price shopping, uh, you know, going for the lowest price, and and that's not me. That's not what we're marketing. And, and then the right. amount of leads, you know, that that comes through there, and I just. You know, it, it may work for somebody else, and that's great, but that's just not working for us in our area. Gotcha.
0: So then your main things are, you know, Internet, web, social media, yellow pages, home shows, direct mail, very targeted, and then networking, you know, getting involved in the local networking in the in the area that you serve.
1: Yes. We're actually, uh, again, going to be using Allie um, with uh, a marketing campaign for this summer, um we're going to do um a a 35 second com- or 40 second commercial in uh the uh local movie theaters here.
0: Oh okay. Excellent. So that will run as the people are walk- before the previews come on, that would run there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So you'll be testing that out. I I'll, I'll, like, I'll definitely circle back with you and, and write a post on the site about that to see how it turns out for you. Mhm. Yeah, we're we're right now in
1: in planning stage for our summer you know marketing campaign to you know to take advantage of the air conditioning season here in Sacramento. So um, even though it's you know December, we're planning a new marketing structure for April May to get out there to you know ensure a uh, a fruitful
0: summer. Nice. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, you don't want to wait till summertime and then think, oh, what are we going to do this summer? That's good. You're starting to think this this for in advance so that you can implement on that plan as just circling back to the home shows real quick when you go to these home shows are you setting up a booth or what what type of i guess what type of presence are you setting up at the home shows
1: yeah we have a booth Um, again we bring allie um she's kind of our hook um she's all right our own stroller out there um we have a uh you know, a heat pump blowing some cool air in the summer and vice versa in the winter. Um uh, we try to hand out brochures. Um we'll book maintenance calls and service calls and you know I try to rotate a technician in there or two and just try to be there, meet people and help people, answer questions, uh and hand out business cards. Again, I don't think uh um in my industry is it's extremely hard to get a you know service call book right then. Um so hmm. it's just a matter of um Trying to connect with them and, and put ourselves at the you know front of their minds.
0: Plant those seeds so that when they do need somebody, they they think of you and give you a call. Exactly. Excellent. So then, out of all of these marketing techniques that you're implementing, what right now is driving the most leads for you?
1: Well, uh, that's got to be internet. You know, the, that's I think you know today's that's the most important thing that we can do. Um, Aside. Okay. Referrals, obviously, referrals are, are, the, you know, they're going to give the the best lead. Um, right mm-hmm. now, internet is going to give you the most leads for for our service in our area here in Sacramento.
0: Okay, so then if you were to say most profitable marketing channel is going to be the the uh, networking word of mouth stuff, and then the the one that drives the most quantity of leads is going to be the internet. I, I believe so. And then, as far as the internet, I mean, if you don't mind, what portion of that is going to be SEO versus pay per click versus, let's just say, you know, paid online directory ads? Have you have you looked at the metrics on that? Do you know you know where most of that's coming from at this point for you guys?
1: You know, that's interesting you ask that, Josh. We've um, you know we've spent uh, a lot of time with our website. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was all the the wrong ways. Um, We learned some valuable lessons on what not to do with your website, and we're growing uh, with the website as we speak. Um, You know, six months ago, our website was so bad that um, Google was actually penalizing us. Um, Wow. And now we're finally starting to move forward. Um, We have a great SEO company, as you know, and are really (laughs) focused on that side of things to get the foundation correct and then start to look at those other things. Right now, as far as directories, um, we have a solid presence um, as far as the free directories go. I'd say we're in probably over 100 directories. Um, Pay-per-click and Google AdWords um, is something that we're gonna look at this summer, uh, again, with our air conditioning marketing, but uh, at this point, everything that we are trying to do is focused on getting that website and that, you know, search engine optimization 100% correct and a stable foundation.
0: Got it. So you're playing the organic play more than anything else, showing up in the free non-paid listings and um, making sure that the messaging on those pages really resonates with the consumer, and that's where most of those Internet-based calls are coming from? Yes. Okay. As you look at – and I know for you, and and this is uh, a unique interview in that you're starting from, you know, Starting from over the last two years, getting your business relaunched in a new market. Um, as you look over the last two years, are there any marketing efforts that you've tried that you know you just say didn't work for you? You wouldn't, you know, you, you kind of pulled all the money out of that marketing channel. Is there anything uh, that way? You know, we can we can you know we can learn through other people's mistakes. Is there anything specific that you can point to at this point? Yeah, I got a
1: couple things. Uh, I, I'd say first of all, uh, again, we've already addressed it once. And that's the lead buying services. Uh, for me, that okay. was, um, you know, I experimented from the plumbing side of things and, and kind of learned a lesson. And a, everybody told me, well, HVAC's different. And, and I kind of learned the same lesson. Um, two, uh, is your phone book investment, your phone book ads. Don't throw a lot of money there. And this is if you're a starting business, I, I think it, you know, if you can't afford you know, the five hundred, seven hundred, twelve hundred, twenty four hundred a month, you know, don't do it. You know, we don't bother, uh, I, right? Yeah, I think that was one of our big mistakes. Before we had a, a solid reputation up here is we bought too much space in the phone
0: okay. in
1: our first year. Um this right. year we've been way more um controlled. Uh we negotiated a little harder. Of course they're getting they're they're allowing us to negotiate more because the internet presence is, you know, dominating them. But uh, the, uh, the the chunks that we put off were much smaller, so we, it allows us for a better return on investment.
0: Got it. I think that's a good point. I mean, I don't think we should we should say carte blanche that the yellow pages isn't a good return. But when budgets are, are tight, you have to look at what's going to drive the most quality leads in the shortest period of time with the strongest return on investment. And so, so yeah, not not dropping your entire budget in the yellow pages is probably a good idea. Uh, at that early stage in the game,
1: yeah, completely. You know, again, we're talking re- you know building a new reputation, building a new company, and you know versus you know having forty trucks and having a you know marketing budget that allows you to get a full truck ad and maybe a magnet on the on the on the phone book. You know, there's we're talking two different scenarios.
0: Right, absolutely. Anything else, or are those the two that you would say you know be careful with the lead buying services and the and the yellow pages?
1: Uh, again, I think it goes down to, you know, as you're building a company, uh, the most important thing that you can focus on is is paying attention to your return on investment on your ads. Track everything. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, each area is going to have their successes and what works better for them and their marketing um, message. And, and it's just tracking it and making sure that that return on investment meets those, you know, those costs. No doubt.
0: Track track everything, know know what's driving return, and spend more on those things that actually drive return on investment. So you mentioned earlier you were talking about your client base, your core client base being really important and really where the majority of your good business comes from. Do you have any special initiatives in place to market to your existing customers for that continued repeat and referral business?
1: Yeah. As you know, we we have a pretty tremendous um social media um uh bundle. You know, we 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 tack on everything. You know, we're in LinkedIn, we're in Facebook, Twitter. Um we have a newsletter. That's one of the avenues that we stay in contact with our existing customer base. Uh at this point, I believe we have a newsletter following just under a 1000 um customers, which is pretty, you know, pretty tremendous for only being here, you know, really for 2 years um yeah so yeah. that we utilize that avenue um i think you set up a, a program within our system uh using utilizing nearby now which allows our technicians to you know record that data while they're out there as well as um um input their email and request a review again staying in, you know with our customer service team and staying in touch with those customers um the facebook uh uh, presence that we have is phenomenal. Um you know, in our industry, getting likes is very challenging. Not, it's not really, you know, everybody wants to be a plumbing and HVAC friend or like. So, it's not <laughs> easy. challenging. Uh, but we're doing fairly well. I, I, last I look, I think we're over two, or close to 200, uh, likes. Yeah. And, and, you know, yep. within a two year radius, that's pretty dang good. Um Absolutely. so yeah, staying in, staying in front of your customers and keeping their mind awareness you know obviously um we have service maintenance um uh, agreements and that's huge as well as keeping your customer or, or your fan base you know in your corral and protecting your sheep from the other competitors
0: yeah no doubt yeah that's that that's critical that's that's definitely critical so I mean, as you look at your at your inventory of services that you offer from plumbing to heating uh, and a home on yards, what services tend to be most profitable for you because i mean it's it's easy to say, oh, yeah, we do everything um, but which ones are are most profitable for you?
1: I'm glad you asked that actually, because you know one of the reasons that uh you know for our customers or for for our listeners it, that was one of the main reasons why we decided to go to Sacramento from the Bay Area uh in the bay area it, the weather is phenomenal there's really not a huge um heating season and uh there's really not a huge drive on air conditioning uh whereas when we went to sacramento we knew that they have a tremendous um you know temperature rise in the summer you know you know countless days over 100 degrees and in the winter we still get cold enough you know in the 30s to where the heating season is required. So that was a fundamental uh, reason why we moved here was because of those, those two things. Um, obviously. You get the, the, HVAC, the cold and the hot. Yeah. And, and, you know, from a profit standpoint, uh, you know, HSAC makes more money than plumbing. It's just simple. Uh, as far as specific services of so what we're seeing right now, um, on the plumbing side, we, you know, we still have that new construction background and that capability. We're starting to see that regain some strength here, which is exciting, but nice. really you see it in the remodel. You know, the remodel okay. are still built. Uh, we have the uh, capability of doing trenchless sewer repair, uh, and that's one of the, the bigger uh, profit margins that we'll see in, in, in plumbing. Uh, I would say okay. the think the water heaters um, are probably next in line as far as profitability Um, and, uh, anything energy efficient, you see that. Obviously, it's the same thing in the HVAC. Anything energy efficient, we're going to have a nice drive and and a nice profit return.
0: Sure. So the big, the big, the big transaction, profitability remodels, trenchless, tankless, and then everything energy efficient because there's a cost savings associated with that and you can justify Mm -hmm. the increased expense for the consumer.
1: Yeah, exactly. In the Bay Area we did a lot of repipes, um that seemed to be a very tremendous um uh profit maker in the area because we had so many older homes. Um in Sacramento, I don't think we see as many older homes as we saw in, you know, the Bay Area.
0: Okay. So repiping was more in the Bay Area where where you're at now since the homes are newer not not necessarily as big an opportunity for that in, in, in at this moment in time. Yes. Got it. Excellent. That, that's great feedback. That you know gives some um, gives our listeners something to think about. If they're not providing some of these services, they should they should look at it and make sure they're they're targeting the the high profit, high transaction value opportunities. As we look at you know books, training. You mentioned you have a degree in project management. What I guess what what trainings and or programs and or books have been most impactful on you and, and really helping shape the way you think and the way that you look at your business. Uh you
1: know, I, I from from school I, I started uh plumbing again for a service uh company in Santa Cruz and uh I had a tremendous coach, uh David Rosenthal. Uh he was a part of the Next Star, his company was a part of Next Star. And and I okay. did several um years of training uh within Nextar and from David himself who was also uh, a Nextar trainer. Okay. I
0: I have to say that was probably
1: the biggest advancement in, in in my knowledge of the plumbing industry, how to run a service company from from scratch to how to train a technician, to how to be a technician, to how to run a company, your financials, everything. Uh books wise, um I, I still is one of my personal favorites is, uh, no can do. Uh, okay. That's a, a, a tremendous read. Uh, there's so many good books out there. Um, you know, I, I we talked about this a, a while ago. Um, I think the major gap, all this information that we're talking about, you know, everybody kind of knows what you have to do in a plumbing business. It's the action that, that mm. doubles. The the follow through, the consistency, to bang through doors that close on you, and just to keep pushing. Um, and, Absolutely. And anything that you can read that keeps you motivated and keeps you pushing through these closed doors is going to be a tremendous feedback. But again, Nextdoor was a, a tremendous uh, advancement for me.
0: Okay, excellent. So you got a lot you got a lot out of that uh, training that you got through door through David Ro- Rosenthal. Yes. Excellent. Okay. So as we as you kind of wrap this up, what would you say to the you know, to the plumber or HVAC business owner that's you know just trying to get the business to the next level? Any any nuggets of wisdom or any anything else that you wanna that you'd want to put in their mind?
1: Um, I would say two real important critical factors if you're really looking to go to the, the next factor is is one is to have a coach, have someone pushing you. To create some type of responsibility um, for yourself, um, all right. and uh, I would say two would be to track everything. You know, track everything. Uh, you know, and really, um, third would be to to price correctly. Um, that was yeah. one of the biggest factors that it, that you learn from all Next Star coaches and their organization, and I'm sure there's several organizations out there that that include this is to keep our industry um, credible and and to price accordingly. Um, You know, don't just give away your services, Uh, make sure that you're billing correctly.
0: Excellent. Those are fantastic nuggets of wisdom there. Get, Get a coach, somebody to hold you accountable, track everything from investments to return on investment to profitability, and then price correctly. So, Know what you have to price at in order to be profitable because we're none of us are in business just to you know run trucks we're in business to have profitability and make money and accomplish our goals and live the live the lifestyle that we're that we're after so those are some really powerful powerful nuggets well tim i I just want to thank you for for your time on the podcast today. You've given us some great ideas and some great feedback, and I'm sure that the the listeners will get a lot out of this interview and of course if if you guys would like to register so you can get emails as new episodes are posted um, you can go to plumbermarketing.net there you can enter your name and email address and you'll receive an email as new episodes are posted or you can always subscribe directly on itunes so tim thanks so much for your time really appreciate it
1: thank you very much
0: all right Again, feel free to register for the podcast at plumbingmarketing.net or you can always register and subscribe to the entire podcast on iTunes. We'll look forward to talking with you again soon.